Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. If you lived anywhere near Anchorage, Kenai, uh, maybe even down to Valdez, you may have seen some snow which is very awesome. I, I am uh, yeah, one of the owners of a local hardware store here. So probably everybody rushed to the hardware store to buy some snow shovels. And uh, the joke was, uh, you know, people were saying is the first snow of the year. But uh, if I remember correctly, it snowed in January. So it's first snow of the season, which is very exciting for folks. And if you listen, watch or read to the Must Read Alaska show or find us on our website or social media, we want to thank you for for just paying attention to news in Alaska. And uh, if you like the show, we do this show for free for everybody. We, Suzanne and I love doing the show. All that we ask is you leave us a review if you like the show. If you just go to your phone, you know, type in Must Read Alaska in the podcast area, you could pretty much do a review without even typing out any words. You just click on those five stars. And if you're into the apps, if you have a bunch of apps on your phone, you can go to the Android store or the iTunes store on your phone, type in Must Read Alaska, and our app pops up right there for free. We put a lot of time, money, and resources into that app, and we want to, it's our, it was our present to you, I think, two Christmases ago, so we hope that you use it, and uh, we're very excited about our guest today. I am. We have Kelly Chewbacca, who is running for U.S. Senate. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska show, Kelly. Happy to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm super excited to hear our uh, readers, listeners, and watchers really, really like you. You've been on a number of times. Every time that I have you on, I get a lot of comments or messages from folks just saying how happy they were are that Must Read Alaska had you on again. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, why are you running? I think every time we've had you on, I've had some new folks kind of hear about you for the first time. I don't know how they haven't heard about Jeanette by now, but... Tell us a little bit about why you're running, just for maybe the folks that uh, this is their first time getting to know you. Well, bottom line up front, I want to fight for the people who fought for me and my family. So my parents moved up to Alaska from California looking for a new start and an American dream, but life went sideways on them. They ended up being homeless, living in East Anchorage on a in a tent. But mom with a high school degree was able to get a job up at the slope at the start of Prudhoe Bay. And those jobs will just change everything for an Alaska family. They got into a mobile home and a starter home out in Wasilla, and that's when they had me. And life just turned out great for them. I was the first in our family to get to pursue a college degree. I started at UAA. I got to work for Senator Ted Stevens. He encouraged me to go to law school. That's where I met my wonderful husband, Nikki, who's the son of an African immigrant. And now we've got five amazing kids. And I ended up pursuing a career where I hold government insiders accountable and expose waste, fraud, and abuse. I make government work for the people because that's what we believe, of the people, by the people, for the people. I've helped to return billions of dollars to taxpayers. I love doing that. I've enjoyed doing that now for two decades. And then I watched our senior senator make some votes that really were not for us, but were against us. They've shut down our energy industry and killed our jobs and hiked up inflation. And I just realized, you know, 
um, I owe everything to our state and to all these people who loved us and gave us opportunities. And I don't like the fact that we're paying the price for her votes in DC that make her popular with the DC machine. And I wanna fight for the people who fought for me and my family. And that's what got me to get into this race. I never thought I'd be a politician, never wanted to run for US Senate, but I am not content sitting on the sidelines watching the Biden administration and his friend Lisa Murkowski turn us into a national park. Someone's gotta do something and I decided I would be that someone. So here we are. That's awesome, well, I'm so glad you're running. You know, uh, last week, it, uh, just a uh, interesting point. Last week, I had I had Ivan Moore on the show, which um, he's one of the um, kind of survey experts here in Alaska for folks that don't know who that is. And even Ivan Moore said that Lisa Senator Lisa Murkowski is getting farther and farther left every year, and it's going to be hard for her to reach out to the true conservatives here in Alaska to get their vote. So, folks that are interested in having a conservative and uh, represent you as their senator, really, really take a look at Kelly. She is awesome and she's all running for all the right reasons. So Kelly, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of your past career, you hunted down fraud, hunted down government wasteful spending. And my guess is some of those people didn't really like that you were doing that. And so you have a, you don't have a lot, but you have a couple really kind of blazoned attack ads right now, which I know um, aren't, uh, true. And so I want to have you have the opportunity to speak to your folks, your supporters here from Must Read Alaska that follow, watch and read you. And they're kind of waiting to hear what are the what are all these attack ads mean? You know, are they true? Are they not true? Give us the rundown on the last the the two that are kind of the most prominent, which are, you know, the moving to Alaska and you were, in, you know, federally investigated for fraud, which are, you know, both a bunch of jargon. Well, when you go after government insiders, they go after you. So I've taken a lot of heat in DC and in my career for a long time for doing what's right. And that's what these ads are talking about. Um, I think one of the things that distinguishes me from my opponent is I'm not all that concerned about being popular with DC insiders. I think we need a Senator who's willing to take some heat in DC to do what's right for the people of Alaska. But in this one attack ad, uh, what they're talking about is some of the people I was holding accountable decided to make some false allegations against me. But in the end, I was ultimately exonerated. In fact, I have the proof for both, both of these allegations that they're not true. And I'll read it to you. Here's the exoneration memo from the Director of National Intelligence, the guy who reports to, the right-hand guy ran the organization, reports to the DNI every day. Results of investigation of the National Reconnaissance Office, Office of Inspector General, report of investigation of false claims of time and attendance abuse. As a result of my review of the reference document and all your input, I consider the matter related to allegations of time and attendance abuse to be closed. The settler will be retained on file at the Office of Employee Resources Officer with the mentioned documentation, signed by the Chief Management Officer on August 24th, 2011. I can make this available to you, John, so that you guys at Must Read Alaska can have it and dis distribute it to everybody. Similarly, the state of Alaska independently confirmed everything that I've told you guys about that move on our relocation up here. The state of Alaska at the time had a rule that you had to use the cheapest vendor possible. I said, this is likely going to result in fraud. Moving fraud is the most common fraud in the country, even more than identity theft. Doesn't matter. That's the law. Well, multiple times we had the movers uh, take the money, but not move the stuff. And so I investigate fraud as my career. I documented it every time and I referred all of those incidents to the attorney general so they could recover the cost. Two years ago, 
the state of Alaska told all the journalists in Alaska that that's what happened. Now, I imagine if we flipped this story and there was a smear campaign being run by the insiders in Washington, D.C., it's all dark money funded smear campaign, by the way, millions and millions of dollars pouring into our state from dark money outside the state that doesn't care a lick about Alaska. Um, I imagine if this was all flipped and it was against Murkowski, the media would be having a heyday saying, hey, wait, we have evidence that this is all false because they've had this evidence for a long time. So the state of Alaska independently reported to the media that all these policies are set forth in the policy manual and the procurement code, that the, procure that the relocation followed those policies, including obtaining the requisite quotes and authorizations incurred for those expenses. During this relocation, there were extenuating circumstances that contributed to the cost being higher than originally estimated. Due to what we believe to be unlawful conduct by the movers, the state was required to incur additional costs during the relocation. The matter was referred to the Attorney General's Office for review, says the state of Alaska, two years mm -hmm. ago. So I can make this available to you as well. Independent nice. corroboration that all of these attack ads are complete lies, just trying to smear my name and tear me down. In fact, I would submit to you and my opponent's entire campaign is built on lies. She can't point to anything besides a lie. In fact, she was independently fact-checked by a policy institute on all those claims regarding my birth control position, and those were called out as a lie as well. So that's all they have is they're trying to tear me down with lies because they know what we know. We saw in polls, multiple polls a couple of weeks ago that this race was tied 50-50, but then yesterday Fox News reported that an independent pollster was showing the race is now 53, and I assume the other side would be 47 because that's what equals 100. So we're definitely gaining ground. And as soon as those polls came out, that's when the smear campaign started from these DC insiders who were aligned with Lisa Murkowski. In fact, her money has gone into that, that smear campaign as well. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And we actually have, uh, if folks go to the must, mustreadalaska.com, we have Suzanne just published a story this morning um, that has that document in it. And we published this, Suzanne published a story maybe a year ago, maybe a little longer about the moving fiasco. And, and, um, really just like, uh, Kelly has explained, um, it was a fraudulent thing that the state found that the movers did, unfortunately, and, you know, not everything goes as planned. And I think that, uh, it's unfortunate that the other team has, you know, pretty much, you know, they know they're, they're probably scared you're going to win if all they have on you is a bunch of lies. So I know that it's got to not be fun for your family, but I think it's important for folks to hear the, the actual truthful side. So I appreciate you sharing us, sharing that with us. And for folks well, listening, for the opportunity. Yeah. And for folks listening, share this stuff with your friends because the other side is pretty much bought up every ad slot that they can with these you know, um, ads on YouTube and regular TV and Facebook ads, and they're just pounding it home. And their strategy is, you know, jam it down your throat. And so you start to believe it. And so share the actual truth with your friends, family, and neighbors, because I think it's very important. So um, Kelly, let's talk a little bit about the infrastructure bill. This is one of the main platforms that Senator Murkowski's kind of running on. What, what are your thoughts on the infrastructure bill? Is it going to do anything for Alaska like she promises? Well, speaking of lies, <clears throat> we know that Senator Sullivan is actually starting to champion efforts to try and save any of the infrastructure money that we were supposed to get. So we hear from my opponent's campaign that she has made billions of dollars available to Alaska, but it's just not true. What's actually happening is Senator Sullivan has said 
that the Biden administration has piled regulation so high on top of this infrastructure money that we'll be lucky if we see even a dollar. In fact, he's introduced legislative reform efforts in Congress to try and remove some of these regulations so that we can get access to the infrastructure money. And Lisa Murkowski actually co-sponsored that, admitting that her infrastructure bill was a fail. There's an independent organization that analyzed the infrastructure bill. 75% of it or more was climate change money. 25% of it was set aside for anything we would call infrastructure. Of that money, Alaska gets 0.6% of it available. But it's all hiding over behind Biden's radical environmentalist nominees that Lisa Murkowski confirmed. And they've made these regulations so high that it's, quote, designed to kill all infrastructure, according to Dan Sullivan. And so we have to go and apply and compete for it. But the Department of Transportation put out a memo saying they're not going to approve any new roads or new bridges or, you know, infrastructure that we need. And so we're not actually getting infrastructure from the infrastructure bill. In fact, um, that's what this legislative reform effort is trying to fix is getting rid of the regulations for it. Dan Sullivan said, you have to decide who do you stand with? Do you stand with the American people, the families that are suffering and the workers that are getting crushed? Or do you stand with Joe Biden, the radical environmentalists and the special interests that have ties to the White House? And that's exactly the decision that's before all of the Alaskan people in this election. Are we going to pick the Senator that's standing with Alaska and our families, and our workers that are being crushed, are we gonna pick the senator who's been standing with Joe Biden, pushing through this climate change agenda and is being funded by all the dark money outside Alaska? That's the decision that's before us. This climate change agenda that they called infrastructure, um, that's the one that jacked up all of our inflation rates. It was a $1.2 trillion bill. And as Dan Sullivan says, we'll be lucky if we see a dollar of it. That's yeah. the real story behind infrastructure. Yeah, the, I remember one of the COVID bills, they snuck in money for like all the newspaper organizations all over the US. And, you know, they just do that. They sneak in these monies and these parameters that the average American doesn't have time to go look at because they got two jobs and running around with the kids to soccer practice and hockey practice. And so they just put a fancy little title on the bill and hope that 90% of the people will just think that that's the bill. And, you know, I want to encourage folks to do your homework. Um, go look at the bill, look at some of the statements that Dan Sullivan said on the bill. This is not, I, in my opinion, going to bring a ton of money to Alaska. There's way too many stipulations around any of the money that we would ever get. It's almost impossible to get, in my opinion. So, Well, um, we're also, I mean, John, think of it this way. We're over a year out from when the bill is passed. Does anybody see any new cranes popping up? I mean, we should we should already have the money. And I've talked to mayors and leaders across the state who said, you know, we've applied and competed. the fact is we can't find the money. And it's because of what Dan Sullivan has said. Um, they've killed all the infrastructure bill by piling the regulations on it so high. And so we got all the climate change for it. We got all the, in the all the inflation for it. We just didn't get what we were told we would get for it. So it makes a really good campaign pitch. But the fact is, it's just more lies. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I wanted to get your take on, you know, uh, I think about a year and a half ago, my timeline could be wrong. I'm not the best with timelines, but uh, the Alaska Democratic Party's Facebook page, their official Facebook page put out, this is ha this happened during one of the uh, Supreme Court confirmations. They put out essentially a press release on their own Facebook page saying to Murkowski that how dare you vote for this person? The only reason why you're in office is because you made a deal with us. And the only reason you're in office is because of us. I mean, it's still on their Facebook page today. Somebody could go back and look at it. 
on the official Alaska Democrat Facebook page, which is just crazy for me to think about. Why do you think that the Republican Party, mainly the big one, you know, the one outside of Alaska, there, is supporting Murkowski when the Democratic Party is very upfront with the fact that the only reason she's in office is because of them. Yet you have Mitch McConnell fully, you know, going all in for Murkowski. That it seems like they have a disconnect with the actual local Alaska Republican Party, where most of the districts in Alaska have endorsed you and not, I don't think a single one of them have endorsed Murkowski. Right. Our Alaska Republican Party has censured Murkowski and removed her from membership. We clearly can see in Alaska that Murkowski is a Democrat. I mean, like what Ivan Moore told you, and her campaign is run by Democrats, her PAC is funded by Democrats, she's picking up all her votes from the Democrats, et cetera. Uh, what, we all know this to be true. Washington, D.C. machine and D.C. insiders establishment, they, they're all um, one kind of group of people. They're these um, elitists who have one standard for themselves and a different standard for the rest of us Americans. And, you know, they can build a wall around the Capitol, but they stopped the wall at the border. And so and Murkowski voted for this. We've got, what, four million people plus who've come across the border illegally in the last 20 months of Biden's administration. Um, that's that's not helping anyone here in the United States of America, that we've had fentanyl and human trafficking and the gangs all coming across the border. They can increase the funding for their Capitol Police, but Murkowski was the tie-breaking vote for the defund the police activists at the Department of Justice, who now oversees local police grants. And in that time between 2019 to today, our, our grants for rural police have gone down 50% because this person's now in charge. So they need more security at the Capitol, but we need less security out in rural Alaska because of a tie-breaking vote from Lisa Murkowski. It's a double standard. We all know that. We get stuck with her tie-breaking vote for Obamacare to be in place, but they are not living under Obamacare health care plan for the people in Capitol Hill. It's a different standard. And so you know, whether it's the Democrats who are funding Lisa Murkowski or it's Mitch McConnell putting in somewhere between three to seven million dollars is how much he's committed just to smear ads against me in this race. We have a Republican senator from Kentucky trying to impose on all of us Alaskans who our senator in Alaska is going to be. This is the same senator who came in and told us after Ted Stevens was wrongly indicted that Ted Stevens had to step down from the U.S. Senate or he was going to remove him from the U.S. Senate. So McConnell's called it wrong in U.S. Senate races before. Remember, Stevens ultimately was acquitted. He's called it wrong in U.S. Senate races in Alaska before, and I believe he's calling it wrong again because Mitch McConnell knows nothing about Alaska politics. But this is what the D.C. inside machine does, is it just looks out for its own at the expense of the American people. And Alaska, I believe, is tired of paying the price for Lisa Murkowski's popularity with the D.C. insiders. We're the ones who've, because of her and her votes, have our energy industry shut down. We've lost our jobs. We've seen our inflation go through the roof. We're the ones who saw her vote for red flag laws and Biden's extreme gun control while she tells us that she supports the Second Amendment. She lies to our face. We're the ones who are paying the price for that popularity while she funds nearly her entire campaign with dark money from the lower 48. She's got 
what, seven to 10 million in her own campaign, the three to six million from, or three to seven million from Mitch McConnell, and then the quote, Alaskans for Lisa, which is headquartered in Portland, Oregon. Um, almost all dark money from outside the state has got several million on its own. I think we're up to 20 million total and less than 1 million of all that money combined is from Alaskans. Um, so his dark money funded campaign from outside the United States. And they're the ones telling us who our senator is supposed to be. Most of my campaign were over $4 million now. Still, most of it is largely funded by grassroots Alaskans, and I couldn't be prouder. Um, we are an Alaskan machine, and it's time for Alaskans to have an Alaskan voice in the Senate that won't be bullied and won't be bought by Washington, D.C. And I think that's exactly why Mitch McConnell is terrified of me being there. So what's your plan? Let's say you're, you win, you're in your first year. What does your first year in office look like? What do you hope to accomplish? Well, I think there's a couple things that we absolutely need to focus on. One advantage that I have over every other senator who's who's there, all 100 of them, I understand the executive branch bureaucracy from the inside out. I will be the only one who's worked my way up from entry level to senior management in the bureaucracy, always as a watchdog. I understand uniquely how to get the executive agencies to work for us and not against us. And I always did it from these inspector general offices and these oversight offices, which means on day one, these offices, John, they report to US Congress, but we rarely got letters or inquiries from representatives or senators. But on day one, Alaska will have a senator who will have thousands of federal law enforcement agents and lawyers and auditors and inspectors at our disposal. I'll be able to enter day one and I don't have to work through the US Senate. I can work directly with these embedded executive offices to hold these insiders accountable and do audits and investigations on day one. I cannot wait to start using that method and those internal organizations in order to hold these agencies accountable to the people of Alaska. Number two, we've got to start a communications office. Senator Stevens, when I worked for him on appropriations, I asked him, hey, how do you get all this money for Alaska? And he told me, I take them fishing. And he then said he would set aside part of his Senate budget and take these senators, you know, a couple of them every year up to the Kenai. They would snag a salmon, he'd put them in a Cessna and fly them at least eight hours out to a rural community where they'd have to use a honey bucket and sleep on a floor. So they'd <laughs> understand that our rural isn't their rural. And then he said, if they got back to DC and they didn't approve his appropriation request, I'd take them fishing again. And then he told me, look, when you get your budget, make sure to use it strategically. A strategic use of our Senate budget right now is to develop a really high tech communication shop because I see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez get Nancy Pelosi to bend a knee because she uses her selfie stick. We don't need a selfie stick. We need to create serious reality TV from our Senate shop that tells Alaska's story. We power America with our energy. We build America with our timber. We create America with our minerals. We feed America with our fish and we can protect America with our national security. And we definitely inspire America with our tourism, but they don't know our story. And we can turn millions of Americans into our ambassadors and into our lobbyists if we tell our story from the Senate shop. So we need to set up a comm shop. And then the other thing I think we need to do is we need to start absolutely focusing on permitting reform. 
holding these agencies accountable to the fact that they're not following the law. They need to be issuing permits by law in two years. They're averaging somewhere between four and a half to five years. And I understand, having worked through the bureaucracy, nothing gets a bureaucrat's attention faster than threatening a budget cut or an authority cut. So we need some serious hearings, like before the Energy Committee, where we had the chair for six years, but what did we get for it? Or with budget cuts before Appropriations Committee, where we have a senior member, but I don't see us doing anything. In fact, in 12 years, there's only been one year where we've passed an appropriations bill on time, and I don't see any agencies being threatened with budget cuts for not doing their job. It's time to start holding the bureaucracy accountable so the people of Alaska get results. So, Kelly, how can somebody get involved in your campaign? There's going to be folks that are listening to this, thinking to themselves, where do I find her website? You know, how do I connect with her on Facebook? I want to volunteer. I want to knock on doors. I want to make phone calls. Sure. Tell us all that information. So if you want to help us get out ads where we can counter the smear campaign from McConnell, you can donate online at kelly4ak.com, K-E-L-L-Y-F-O-R-A-K.com. And if you want to help us knock doors, I'm out there every day. If you're wondering why do I sound a little raspy, because I've been doing a lot of talking. <laughs> Kelly4ak.com, you can sign up to volunteer. And at the bottom of the website, you'll see our, our phone number, 907-917-7996. You can reach out to us. I'd love to knock doors with you. Just last week, I was knocking doors in Bethel, Soldotna, Kenai, Anchorage, the Valley, and Fairbanks. And I've got a similar lineup this week. We're out there every day. I've knocked thousands of doors. Our family has knocked thousands. The team has knocked 25,000. We're going to keep knocking until November 8th. This is how we're going to win. And we need you part of the winning team. Kelly4ak.com. We'll see you there. Thanks, John. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kelly. I really appreciate it. And uh, for those maybe that tuned in here the last five, 10 minutes, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the whole thing. Because what's happening is um, you know, Kelly has a couple of attack ads against her, and she very eloquently explains the truth behind both of these attack ads that we're all seeing. My kids, for God's sake, keep saying, why do these Kelly ads keep playing? She's a, she's a nice person. Isn't she your friend? And so I want to encourage folks to go back and listen to Kelly's explanation. It's a very simple explanation. Must Read Alaska also just posted a story. Suzanne wrote it this morning. Uh, about uh, the uh, one of the attack ads on her. And then about a year and a half ago, Suzanne wrote a story, a good explanation on, on the moving attack ad. So I'll put both, both of those links into this uh, podcast episode for folks to make it even easier for you to click on and read. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have, I'm trying to have, uh, what day is today? Tuesday. Tomorrow, I'm trying to have Matt Shukaro on, which would be exciting. Um, so until next time from somewhere in Alaska, I'm John Quick. Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you.